Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hi, everyone. I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. Hey, you guys. We are the Blended Life. And tonight's topic is kid pizza. Yeah, so. I don't have the topic list in front of me, so no, we're just going to read. We are really just going for it tonight. Yeah, so. All right, well. Well, we're just going to talk about a bunch of different things okay. that people have written in about this last week. So as always, as you guys are living life, and if you have anything that you want just to be brought up and um, discussed, because I feel like I need to say this more often, because I also got a message this week, you know, asking if we ever think we give bad advice or um, do we think that we give advice that's like, do we ever rethink the advice we give to people? And first of all, I know we've said this on episodes and I don't know if we need a disclaimer every single episode that we do, <laughs> but we are not professionals, right? We don't have a degree in psychology. Um, we're not therapists and we don't pretend to be Jesus. So we don't pretend to walk on water and have all the answers and know all the things. And I don't think that anyone ever could until they walked in your shoes, in your home, in your blended family, dealing with your ex and you're the other bio mom and the stepmom and your kids specifically. So, you know, I, I say it often, but I'll say it again. Our hope is t- that we here can start conversations that you guys finish in your homes. You know, that we can be a catalyst to um, maybe think of outside of your own box, think of other solutions and other ways of looking at a situation that you guys can discuss and figure out the best way to solve it in your home or the best way to move forward in your home. Um, Because what works for us may not work for you guys, you know, and I love that I also get feedback from you guys that we implement. Well, it's a big reason why we're open for discussion because we want to hear from you guys and we're dealing with a lot of the same things you are. Right. And, um, you know, it's just, it's nice to have that community and grow with one another. And we appreciate all your support. And uh, even on that topic, we appreciate all the feedback that you guys have given us, all the reviews you guys have left us. I know I asked for it a, a few weeks ago if anyone was on, you know, listening or on, um, you know, your favorite station or on YouTube, whatever that, you know, we get those thumbs ups or those stars or those reviews. And a lot of people actually went and did it. That's and just awesome. thank you for everyone. And we've got a lot of new subscribers Aww. and new listeners. And thank you guys and welcome to the channel. And if you guys ever have any type of feedback, we always welcome it. Right. And, um, and we also aren't, you know, we have issues and we would love to know how you guys deal with things because we need, we, you know, we have a lot of conversations that you guys see us have on air or hear us have on our podcast that we've never even had before with right. each other. And so um, we are still figuring things out as we go, but we do come with a lot of life experiences. Um, you know, we're yin and yang. So what I've experienced, he hasn't. What he's experienced, I haven't. And I think that is unique for us to be able to sit here and talk about things because you know, if our life was perfect, we'd have nothing to say, yeah. but we've had to figure things out and we've had to struggle and we continue to struggle. 
Um, and so I just feel like it's important to put that out there that, you know, I don't, I don't second guess advice because if you want my opinion, I'm going to, if you ask me to read something or ask me to ask us to address an issue, that's, we're being asked to do that. Um, so it's not like we're just, I don't know, picking on people. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Um, Again, thank you guys. Let me see if I have something queued up still. Let's see if this is it. Oh, that's not it. Dang it. I don't know if I still have this. How sad. Nope. Okay. Anyways. Um, it's Well, it's Cindy's birthday. I was going to see if I still have the birthday music loaded aw. up. Cindy, who listens to us, says she's spending her... She's celebrating her birthday with us. So happy birthday. I'm sorry if I would have known ahead of time, I would have queued up the birthday music, but I just... Happy I, birthday, girl. I love it. Happy birthday. I hope you're having a good one. I hope you feel loved and appreciated. I tell all my friends that. I think that birthdays are a day that you get to have to yourself that celebrates you and what you are. And I just hope you feel loved and appreciated um, because... And thanks for spending important. it with us. Yeah. And she actually asks, do you guys have similar interests and hobbies? Or do you guys <laughs> have a very separate interest and hobby? Mm. And if so, how do you guys cope with each other's differences? <laughs> That's kind of a loaded question there. It's an easy question. It is. Um, so I think I mentioned this on a couple podcasts ago or a few podcasts ago. Um, or I wrote about this in our blog. Go out, check out a blog. I think it's. I think I named it blended family bonding or bonding in a blended family. Um, Bondage in a blended family. So when, when we got married, you know, I got asked what's my biggest concern. And this was it that Eric and I do not have any shared hobbies that we don't have anything really to connect and bond over. That's fun. And you really just dismissed that and said, well, my parents don't and they're fine. (laughs) <laughs> so, I didn't like, dismiss com- it at all. I looked past it further. I'm like, we enjoy doing a he lot past together. It. He didn't dismiss it. He looked past it. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> w- every time we're with each other, like, we always find, even if we're doing nothing, you know, yes, we don't have a specific hobby, but we always enjoy being around each other. More so than we, than we enjoy being an entire blended family, I've noticed. It gets, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can agree, it, like, when you guys are a whole family, all the time it's like oh my gosh this is exhausting and parts of it might feel like you're walking on eggshells or other parts are just like that's out of my control or this is out of my control or it gets overwhelming but when it's you and I I feel like it's just fine it doesn't matter if we're doing nothing or we have something to do you know like we can go grocery shopping and we usually end up having a good time when we're grocery shopping except if it's at 10 o'clock at night then I get mad and I'm having a great time Mm mm-hmm you know what's a neat trick with grocery shopping? There's is once once you've dude. filled, all you guys can try this if you are hyper <laughs> and have lots of energy and have closed-toed shoes on, but you have to have lots of groceries in the basket, the push basket, of course, but you run down the aisle like you're out of control, and then you pretend to trip, and your basket will actually pull you like full-fledged down the aisle, and so you just look like an a-hole just sliding down the aisle with your basket pulling you. And it's a lot of fun and gets good reactions. I married a child. And now you sneeze while you're doing Truly. it and all the people freak out. Um, yeah. So to answer your question, um, you know, I think it's I think it's important. I don't think you should dismiss that. It's harder if you don't have something to bond over because the newness of new love and getting to know each other and being distracted by actually blending your family and moving in together and the wedding, you know, all this stuff in the beginning, all that distraction goes away and you sit there like, well, what, what now? Like it's, I I don't think people understand how important it is to have fun in marriage. Marriage can't be all serious. It can't be all arguments. It can't be all figuring things out and planning. Like it's important to have fun, but if it's only one sided fun, that sucks. You know, if you're only ever able to go do what your spouse likes and they're having a good time and you're, you're having a fine time, but you're not able to share that enjoyment. Um, it, it's a bummer. And so I think that that is something that people overlook a lot and I would, it just makes it harder to connect. You know, it's, it's, it's harder for us to connect. We just can't go 
do XYZ and be like, oh, we're going to have a great time. It's like someone's having to compromise or someone's having to just go along with it and make the best of it. Um, so, but we work it out. Well, you know what? And part of the fun of it and growing is us figuring out things that we like together. You know, why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm like, what do we, well, yes. We totally just. We try like, a lot of stuff. Yes, but we've totally like just come up with a new thing that's like, it's awesome. Like you're just as stoked about it as I am. And it's something that we bond over and the kids are s- completely stoked about it. You know, like going to the lake, got a boat, gonna, you know, like going out and spending time together. Like you have almost just as much fun, if not more than me now that you know going out and doing this like you're excited like are we going this weekend you know yeah. so like that wasn't something the day we got married that we had n- we had no idea that this was going to be a thing for us yeah and this is like seven years in you guys yeah. so don't don't give up trying um but it's important to find something and it's important that you're both willing to try things you know well and just find little baby steps you know like we take walks together we enjoy going on walks together you know unless it's windy unless it's windy which you guys have (laughs) witnessed on instagram um the stories sometimes get a little windy yeah um but just finding little things and little things will go a mile and they'll they'll evolve into other things and just time will tell but if you're just miserable when you're around each other and you don't want to be around each other well then that's obviously Right. You know, a red flag. But, you know, like if you enjoy just being around your partner and like, hey, I'm having a good time. You know, we're doing nothing. We don't really have a lot of exciting stuff going on. Life doesn't have to be all about excitement. Like find little victories in everything. That's really good advice. Thanks, dear. Before we also <laughs> jump in, I, I maybe you, I don't know. I haven't even talked to you about bringing this up, but I Uh-oh. want to address what we've been talking about the last couple of days because I'm trying to think which, so, which thing there's so many things. Well, because there's another account very similar to ours oh. and I'm not going to say it because I feel like enough of you have connected dots that you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't be part of the drama, but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a similar account and there's someone who asserted that, um, it's so ridiculous. You're trying to put it a good way. I'm trying to put it. I don't, I just don't want people. I want, here's how about this? How about this? If you guys are hearing something said about someone else, don't always believe that it's true just because someone's asserting something. It's fake news. And it's, it's hard, you know, I have, and I think that you guys in the social media world, not even in, in, you know, our blended life, but like in your personal Instagram accounts, you will relate to this. I have a friend who looks out for me. (laughs) Are you making air quotes? You know, and so she was telling me that she witnessed something that was being said and she's just like, this is so far from the truth <laughs> that anybody character. who knows me would know this is a complete lie. And so I fact checked, you actually fact checked and it was in fact being said. And so if you're following a different account that is saying things about the bio mom, I would just venture to say it's probably coming from somebody who's lying about it. Well, there's two sides to every story. <laughs> there, I mean, there really is the truth. Well, there's three, but in this case, yeah, it's kind of, anyways, yeah, it's kind in of, this case, like it's couldn't be further from the truth, right? Yeah, it's amazing, anyways. and I have proof, but that's beyond point. The proof is in the pudding. Oh my gosh, you're like pudding. pudding. Do you like pudding? Um, chocolate pudding. You know what you that's haven't it. eaten a lot of lately? <laughs> <laughs> Fudge. Fudge. <laughs> Fudge packer. That's one of my favorite lines in uh, oh, in Cannibal. If you guys have never seen Cannibal the musical, you got- oh don't. If you don't. are a South Park liker, but no, or okay. but it's not South Park. It's it's real Dude. people, but it's the creators of South Park. Yes, it's an indie film that they made like way before don't. they were ever anyone. What, what? what do you mean? It's like one of the funniest. Like, okay, you all watch it and report back. Cannibal the musical. It's a Tromo film. 
It's amazing. You might want to take a box of razor blades with you. Or bring a microphone and sing along. I can sing you every song. Maybe I'm we just start kidding. Those Don't up. bring a box of razor blades. That's <laughs> really bad in this mental health conscious world. Anyways. Um, all right. So I just wanted to get those things out of the way. And happy birthday again, Cindy. Happy birthday. All right. So we're going to read four um, situations that have been sent in via Instagram or our Facebook support group. And if you guys don't know about our Facebook support group, go to Blended Life on Facebook and you can ask to join the group. It's private. So I always tell people if you're going to join it, you have to be approved. You have to answer the questions or I won't, I won't approve you. There's two questions. It's pretty easy. If you don't answer them, you don't get in. Um, and then also before you ask to join, I would look at the member list just to make sure there aren't any people that you don't want seeing your things. And if there are, you can always set your account to private and then they won't see what you post because when you block someone, not set your account to private, but block that person. And I think if you block them, they can't even see what you're contributing to the group. Um, anyway, so that's a good, good resource if you want support um, throughout the week. And that's everyone. Like everyone helps everyone and um, – It makes you feel not alone because everyone's having issues and... We all have issues. Yep. Okay, first one for the night. Um, Hey guys, I love listening to your podcast. I have a question for you. My stepdaughter is wanting to live with us and her mom has been saying anything and everything under the sun to persuade my stepdaughter to to change her mind. I get so stressed any time my stepdaughter comes back to our house because I know she's going to tell us what her mom said. Her mom, for example, has said that her dad and I have a plan that doesn't involve my stepdaughter. She's told her we are liars and has even said that our last name has a bad reputation in our area. Ooh, burn. I feel like we just talked about some of this stuff. (laughs) I'm reaching out. Because I don't know if you can talk about things said at the other homes on an episode sometime, but I'm really struggling with how to handle this. So my question, LOL, how do I handle this? My husband says he's talked to bio mom about these things and she denies it every time he says her daughter is always making stuff up and says her daughter is always making this stuff up. So my husband has said there's no point in reaching out to bio mom. It just makes my blood boil. What is your advice? Thank you for your time. Well, I feel like kids don't make this type of stuff up, right? I mean, they might make some stuff up, but they don't make that kind of stuff up. Kids aren't vindictive about their own family, at least not when they're young, (laughs) you know? So um, stuff probably is being said at the other house. And I think we actually talked about it last week that you just cannot control what goes on at the other house unless it's just major issues, you know, violence, um, physical, you know, stuff like that. Um, But you really, you can't do anything about it. So the best thing that you can do is set the, the best tone that you can in your own home. Yeah. Should I hit the crickets now or what do we got going? I would address, I don't know, if she has specific things that are being said to her or she's asserting have been said to her. I'm really big, especially as kids get older in their teenage years, you know, their preteen years, you can have conversations with them. Um, and I would I would go through all the assertions she's making that her mom is saying and I would just say, "Oh, let me like let's talk it out." Often kids just need to feel like they're heard. You know, so if they can assert this stuff to you, and I know it might be cumbersome, and I know that um, you're dreading every time your stepdaughter comes to your house because it's drama and it's negativity and it's it's just like, God, can't we just not talk about, I get it, I get it. But, you know, um, if she's bringing it up, she needs to talk. So that's a good thing. At least she's not bottling this inside. And it might be bugging her too that it's being said over there yeah and that's why she is bringing it up and i have actually dealt with some of this with my son with things being said in the past and like you just mentioned talking it through with him and you know getting to the core of it and getting them to understand 
you know, you don't even really have to tell them, you know, no, it's not, we don't have a bad name or a bad reputation, you know, and this is why you really, if you just talk it through with them, mm-hmm. they'll come to that conclusion on their own usually. Yeah. Like I would ask the child, you know, well, what have you seen? Do you, and, and that's someone actually, that's something that, um, Wicked Stepmom 6 said. Hey, she said, and welcome. She's a new sub- newer subscriber. Aww. Thank you for subscribing. Yeah, thanks. Um, she said, I always ask, well, what do you think? And that's brilliant because it gets kids to think and come to their own conclusions, which, you know, when they Hang can on, make. I lied. She's not a new subscriber. You've been listening a long time, and thank you for that. She left She left a very nice message, uh, a review for us. Thank you. Oh, Two well, minutes. thank you. We have for so that. many stepmoms. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all, stepmoms, but thank um, you. Yeah, but that's a brilliant piece of advice and that was that would be my advice too it's like you need to help kids like you're their therapist right ask them questions so that they can come to their own conclusions like lead them in the path that is righteous so you know have you seen anything or heard anything that would make you think that our family name is bad or has a bad reputation like do you think our family name has a bad reputation you know and then if they can't come up with anything, they will connect the dots in their own heads and it will stick, you know, but I would take, I would let them have the space or let her have the space to, you know, line by line, go down what's being said and put the ball in her court and just say it and acknowledge, you know, like Brooke just said, you know, it sounds like she's carrying a load. Yeah, that's really heavy. It's a really hard thing to do to kids to make them feel bad about the other family. Um, it, it puts a tremendous burden on children because they feel pressured to not like their other parent and you're born to love your other parent. And it gets and very confusing. Yeah, and what that does is it starts pulling them and it starts just tearing your kids down. And, that's and it's really a mind like, fuck. It, oh, there we go. But There's it is. The There's no other but appropriate you, yeah, term for it that. It really, it's, it screws up the kids more than anyone. Like us adults, we're going to get over it. Us adults, we know the reputation that you have or had or yeah. how your high school life went or, you know, the reputations that already. <laughs> oh, yeah, you never that, graduated high school. That, oh, yeah, that was one. <laughs> that was one that I had where I'm like, wait a second. I actually have my 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 high school diploma Yeah, it was in funny. the backseat of my car. Your for son some reason, came home and said, funny. mom said you never graduated high <laughs> yeah, school. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, that's like, an easy one to debunk. You know, and it's like, do you feel like you need to like sit that. there and fight about it? Like, no, but. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know the truth, and um, you need to just Save stand confident. <laughs> stay confident and stay calm. Don't get emotionally baited because that makes kids panic and makes kids uneasy and makes kids question. Like, if they see you getting upset or defensive or angry or just emotional about something, then that sets up off little alarm bells and it plants little seeds of doubt because they look, it's just like being on an airplane. And I know I've used this analogy a bunch too, but you know, when you're on an airplane and there's turbulence, right? Who are you looking at? The flight attendants, because if they're calm, you're like, okay, this is chill. I'm don't need I'm to worry. I'm usually looking at you because you're hanging on like <laughs> crying cold sweat, in my crying. seat, vomiting. Yeah. yeah all I the hate above. flying. But you know, if the flight attendants start freaking out, your heart rate, is like, oh God, there's something wrong. What's wrong? Are we going to die? And then, you know, it's the same thing with kids and parents. You are the flight attendant. So you set the tone for the how calm and how this is going to go over or how it's not. So I think that that also needs to be in the back of your mind when you are having these tough discussions with your child. Um, and you just let it be with the, with the bio mom. The bio mom is going to continue and you know on her or bio end, dad like it's you the know, bio parent yeah it, it's one of those things that i've seen it on both sides and i've been around people like that and you know it's what's the point yeah you know it usually ends up just hurting the kids over time totally and maybe you know i always like to look up i was raised to look at all sides of a situation so we know that the stepmom and bio dad side in this situation sucks ass get it <laughs> We know the kid is put in the middle and torn, but let's look at the bio mom in this situation. You know, the prospect of losing your child and your child going to live not in your home anymore would be so hard for me. 
would be so hard for you. If right. I, if our kids said, we want to go live with the other parent as a teenager, um, I, you know, I don't think I would lie about the other family, but that would send me a little crazy. Right. You know, that would. And so I think that, you know, once you get through this patch and the your stepdaughter either moves in with you or doesn't, whenever this back and forth, like, is she, is she not settles? I think the bio mom will settle eventually. But, you know, I kind of feel like bio parents are, feel like they're fighting for their life sometimes because it's really hard not to have your kid in your life all the time. And then it's even harder if they don't want to be with you. Like that's a huge fear of mine. You know, like what if my kids don't want to live here or come over anymore because they don't like it here or they don't like our family dynamic or they don't like how we do things and or if they're just torn and there there's lies coming from the other household and now all of a sudden they're like, uh, maybe I don't want to be there. You know, like that is, that's always a fear. And I think a lot of you can relate to that. I mean, it's usually, it usually is never like, oh yeah, I'm totally cool with what's being said and what's going on with the other household. Yeah. You know, sometimes it is, but I'm sure most of you have dealt with lies or you know, it's dis- common. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's not a good feeling. Unfortunately, most of us can relate. And Brooke says too, like to validate. And I think that that's a really, another really good point, you know, um, acknowledge that your children are, or acknowledge that your stepdaughter is confused and acknowledge how hard it must be to hear these things about your last name and your plans that don't include her. Like that's a very hurtful thing. You know, acknowledge how hurtful that must be to hear these things because that's what it is. It's just, it's, it's hurtful. And when you hear these things, don't, you know, you're saying acknowledge them, but also don't do all the talking. Let your kid do some talking if they have something that's bugging them or they're hearing this stuff, you know, let them talk it through and let them get to the core of it. You know, like, is this really bothering them? Are they just being a messenger? You know, like how is this actually affecting them? So that way you kind of get a grasp on it and understand also. Yeah. And I just want to say like shame on parents who use their kids to do their dirty work or who use their kids as their mouthpiece because they're cowards and don't just say it themselves. You know, if you have a problem with the other parent or the step parent, um, deal with it yourself. Don't use your kid as a go between or your messenger. It is so harmful to kids to do that to them. Another way to mind fuck your kids. Um, it's going to be a word I use a lot tonight. I have a feeling. Wow. So there's that. Um, but anything else you want to add? No. AK says that we're amazing. Oh, thank that's you. That's really nice. <laughs> um, okay. Issue number two. I think that's Aaron. Is that you, Aaron? Is that you? I think it's Aaron. Hi, Julie and Eric. I have an issue that I would like to see if it can be discussed this week. I am a stepmom. We have three kiddos every other week right now. Two boys, nine and 11, and a girl, eight. We have my daughter living full-time with us, and she's 13. The boys bring their Xbox systems every week. They both have one. Lucky boys. Our nine-year-old, I said that, not her. Our nine-year-old has an issue with sharing his Xbox with my 13-year-old. She and the 11-year-old like playing a particular game together. What do we do? Do we make them share? These video games raise so many issues. My hubby is in fear that our kiddos won't want to come over. We don't have any custody agreement. The three kiddos are very spoiled at their mom's house, and we have a lot of rules. Yeah, um, that's a... That is a tough place to be in because you want your kids to have fun and experience things. And especially having no custody agreement complicates things. But I'm also one to say don't go running to court and try to get one because that's just going to completely complicate things. If you guys can co-parent and get along and keep a good custody and somewhat good relationship, that's good. You know, like keep it that way. Don't ever don't ever take it to court if you don't need to. Um, but the sharing thing we've totally seen before and can be a problem. And it's been time. There's been times where we're like, things stay here and things stay there and don't, don't bring them, don't mix them in between. And also if they do come here, 
You know, we are a family and we do share. Now, it, it isn't to say just because one of the kids brought a game system over that it's just free reign for, you know, free range for anyone to go pick up and use. But it is in the household, so let's teach the kids how to share. Let's teach the kids, like, yes, this is yours, you know, but if you're going to play, you know, let's let's all let's play as a family or or in, include your brothers and sisters in with this. You know, let's let's teach the kids life lessons now. You know, I don't know. What do you think? I think there's so many ways to handle this. Right. Way number one is that don't bring Xboxes over. It's not an issue um, that creates a fear of the kids not wanting to come over. But you should never parent co-parent step parent out of fear um that gives kids all the control and you none of the control and it's just bad news bears for everyone it doesn't do them any good it just creates issues in the home and you would you wouldn't teach your kids that they should make life decisions out of fear um for those same reasons you can't let fear dictate how you parent your kids so that's one Two, you know, I think that Cindy's agreeing. Oh, that's all. Yeah. (laughs) So step two is if you want them to be able to bring the goal is to have these Xboxes in the house. Okay. Um, Fine. My thing about it is I think that you also have to teach kids respect. So in our home. I was actually the one that was very big on this, like, um, you know, respect each other's things and encourage to share both. So you could schedule times in the day, like from uh, uh, this hour, they get to play it without sharing. This hour, you have to share it or you don't play. You know, you could schedule times throughout the day or the week like that so that You know, I think boys have a right to play on their Xbox alone. You know, it's theirs. If you're going to allow them to bring it, then you kind of got to deal with the consequences of that. But you also can encourage and implement sharing in a fair way by making them set set aside time to do so. Um, And, you know, in in our home, when that's been a problem, I tell all the kids, like, you need to ask the other kid before you use it because it's not yours. And I know everybody has toy envy and game envy and penis envy. Wow. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> your, that's with every Your daughter kid. had penis envy for a little while. She was so angry that she didn't have a penis when she was like three years old. <laughs> she had penis envy. <laughs> when so she was three years old, she was so angry she, she so didn't mad. have a penis. <laughs> She was so angry. She didn't understand. Everyone else gets one. I said, well, mom doesn't have one. <laughs> mom but, gets one too. <laughs> wow. I did not say that. Oh. But, you know, I think this is normal for kids, whether you're blended or not, right? They get something. For, you're not going to buy everyone an Xbox for Christmas, right? Usually one kid gets a gift and then every kid wants one. Um, so you kind of got to just navigate life and create a plan and implement it. And for me, if it was too big of an issue in our home, I'd just say no more. Like, this right. is crazy. And I would tell the kids, like, I'm not going to spend my time fighting with you over a game console. This is how I talk to my kids. Um, so if it's going to be an issue and you guys can't figure it out, then it doesn't come here anymore. I hope you guys can figure it out because sharing is a wonderful thing, but If you can't figure it out, it just stays at the other house and we're not doing this. Um, Third option is you buy your 13-year-old an Xbox, but I don't know what lesson that teaches. You know, maybe you do this for Christmas. Maybe you do this for a birthday. Your Um, birthday. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe for a special occasion, your daughter gets an Xbox and then a problem solved. Right. Um, I don't know. There's so many ways to handle it, and I think that, you know, whatever works for your budget, for your family, um, for the co-parenting situation, um, custody agreements, I'm like, they're good because you have a leg to stand on. When there's no custody agreements, parents tend to keep their kids and use them as pawns to like punish parents. I'm just not going to bring you your kid for a month. That sucks. You know, you have to have some sort of formal agreement. And I know court sucks, but if you don't have a good co-parenting relationship, 
then you need to fight for your kids. And I Which will say. kind of funny because I'm the one who went through like the whole court system and you didn't. <laughs> no, but and we're I both will, giving opposite advice here. Yeah, but I feel like you have to have a leg to stand on. You have to have a line in the sand. You right. have to have some basis for something. Right, but if you can co-parent and keep away sure. from that, like just do it. It's until it becomes that problem. And then it is used as a pawn or I'm not giving them back. Or once that issue happens, because like obviously if, if you, it's not good. Co- if you're operating out of a place of fear, you do not have a good co-parent relationship. Right. But also let me it, just put that out. Is there. It, but I feel like everyone always has fear. Like even when I do have a good co-parenting situation, which I do quite often, I still am. I, I don't know if I'd say fear, would you Earful, be afraid to tell your son sometimes. he couldn't bring his phone over be- that he wouldn't want to come over? Um, no, but I feel like he gets like that sometimes at the other house. Like he's like, oh, if I just take if I take this, it's going to get taken away. You know, I kids are fearful, you know, and different situations will change that. But it's one of those things that life lessons, you know, like you're going to learn you're going to learn different things. Yeah. Out of this, your kids are going to learn different life lessons. Yeah. I just know neither, like, it's interesting. You're also fearful of, like, say your kid wants to take an Xbox over to the other house. You're fearful to let that go over there. You're like, I'm not letting that go over there because if it gets broken there, they're not going to replace that. And I don't want to replace it. That's true. It's out of my control. I have said that. I don't want things brought here because I'm like, I'm I'm not paying to replace that. If it breaks here... It breaks here. Like I'm, I'm not, you know, sometimes I can't afford to replace it. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't think you should have this in the first place. Like, so I don't know. You have to figure out what works for you guys, but don't stop discussing it. Just keep, you know, your options open and try different things. If one thing doesn't work, try something else. Just because you have it in your mind, how you're going to handle it. It may not work out that way. And you really have to be open to trying a different way of going about it to get what you want at the end um cindy am i all right to read this i would assume so because you're typing it on here i'll wait until you say yes or no so wicked Um, stepmom says they keep things separate it's just simpler amen sister it's just it's just easier not to have to communicate with the co-parent you know communicate about stuff going back and forth the kids fighting i totally agree yeah yeah um yeah i mean but also you know yeah, things going one place and not the other place also was kind of like my argument or my rebuttal with like the whole child support thing <laughs> last week too. Oh I mean, really like kids can have just because they have one lifestyle at one house, in my opinion, I don't think that they need to have that lifestyle in both houses. I think that they need to be able to see that at this house I get Xboxes and Mom and dad buy me a brand new car and pay for all my gas and yada, 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 you know, get a cell phone. But at this house, you know, I don't get this type of stuff. I have to work for it if I want it. Or uh, maybe mom and dad can't afford it at this house or I'm getting spoiled at, you know, whatever the scenario is. It teaches kids different dynamics and shows them different ways Of of, of life and earning things and receiving things. And, um, Cindy said, um, we do play, they plan to buy an Xbox and they wish that they had a custody agreement that it totally stinks. And I totally get that. Um, it does. Yeah. It can make things very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a lot of spoiling out of fear and I can get that. I can get on board with that, but also, you know, is it, is it spoiling out of fear or is it like, I really miss my kids and I'm able to provide for them and I just want to do so much, you know, is it, is it necessarily out of fear? I think or, she would know better. Yeah. What's happening. You know, because I, I tend to spoil, um, and it's not out of fear. It's just because I'm like, man, this would be awesome. This, my kids could gain from this, you know, all the kids, like I, it's just something that I do. Like I, I'm not because I'm fearful of the other house. But that's, you have to understand that's also a very selfish thing. Like why spoiling is selfish because you're robbing kids of lessons. But also, you know, like, okay, for instance, we just talked about the boat, you know, where, what, what's wrong? Oh, I'm just, I'm reading Brooks. Oh, the people are writing it. I'm just reading. Okay. So we're, we're getting ready to take the kids out for the first time on the boat. And it's like, we're going to go out in a week 
And I want the kids to learn how to wakeboard and have fun. I know. And then it's like, we don't have a wakeboard for them yet. So what do I do? I go order them a wakeboard. I go order them bindings, you know. Some people would take that as spoiling. But I'm like, I want them to have these experiences. I, it's not because I care at all what's going on at the other house because I feel like I need to give them something. But I'm also like, I want them to have these experiences. I want them to have so much fun, you know, and just have great life experiences. So is that me being a bad father or a bad dad, you know, to all of our kids? Or are we paying attention? Or does no one care? No, I'm listening, but our <laughs> our Instagram has paused. I'm sorry, Instagram. There's no Instagram, so I was writing people to go uh, to our YouTube channel. I apologize, or listen. Instagram. So I'm, I'm getting phone calls on. We're we're streaming off of my phone for Instagram. I'm getting phone calls and voicemails. You can hear us on Instagram. Low battery. I'm sorry, I apologize, you so guys. I'm just. I was writing in to let them oh. know what was going on. <laughs> Anyways. So, anyway, gives um, out um, in a lot of fear that they don't want to come over. Yeah, and Hi, I don't bro. know. I get, and you also want to tempt kids, right? Like, come to my house and you can have this. And you want kids to want to be in your home. And nobody appreciates that any more than me, you know? Um, but, I, you know, I, you just got to do what you feel is so right. And everybody has different parenting styles and everyone has different, everyone has different parenting there's no one right way to parent, right? So is you know, no perfect kids are generated from any of us. So you guys kind of just got to do what you feel is right for your children. You totally do. And yeah, that's feel, that. feel it out and just be the best parents you can. Be the best you can be. Be the best you can be. All right, in a blended family. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I forget which one was next, but we'll just do this. Okay, situation three. Can we talk organization? Thank God I can say that even moving in together during a pandemic, we were all getting along pretty well. But there are seven of us, LOL. I have figured out some things. Laundry is on point. That's awesome. That's a good one. Somehow, I can easily figure out size and brands. <laughs> That's hard, yeah, actually, it, when you first. There'll come a point where you can't. <laughs> Yeah, brand, I'm like, who's underwear? So we just have kids doing their own laundry because... Or a sock drawer that's just full of lots yeah. of socks. I bought his three really kids... socks. I bought his three kids each a plastic cup from the Dollar Tree when they would hang out at my house. We still use them here, so I know how to tell... At, I know, so I know who to yell at when they leave it laying around. We try to come up with a meal plan when we have the kids. It's five on too off schedule and that seems to be working as well I did find that his kids are younger and tend to grab whatever in the bathroom his daughter the only girl in the house blew through my super expensive curly hair products same with my boys they ran out of their more expensive body wash and we figured out that all the boys were using it oh they (laughs) ran so she and her husband ran out of expensive body wash because the boys were using it (laughs) I am guessing the only solution to that we is that we keep our stuff hidden away and take it with us when we shower. It's like college days in a dorm. <laughs> Holy crap. I was hoping to get some ideas of how to stay or how we stay organized. Um I do I have like a lot to say that, on this too. Yeah, we run into that situation Shocker. a lot, especially in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, food is miserable. I had to yell I had to yell at my son today, like save some of the talkies. <laughs> Cause he was going in for like a second or third bowl yeah. of them. So like, the thing, and it's going to be what I'm going to say for the next question that's coming up, is you have to teach consideration to kids. And it doesn't come naturally, so it's a lesson. And you're going to they tell them us. a thousand times before they understand, like, I actually have to think of someone else besides my wants and needs right now. Kids are born egocentric. They're born to seek out what they need, what they want, survival, you know, literally. So you have to and kids are tell entitled, them different. And kids are entitled unless we teach them otherwise. Yeah. Like I literally, Instagram saw, but if you guys were watching live, you heard me. No, actually, I hadn't hit record yet. I'm yelling for my iPad because where the hell is my iPad? Because we need to go live and 
my iPad is missing. And sure enough, my son has it upstairs just hanging out watching YouTube. Yeah. So if so, I type to you guys on, I won't type to you guys. Otherwise, I'm on his YouTube channel. Um, But I think that it's okay to talk to kids about this. Like, don't be cowards and don't be childish by not being able to have your stuff around. You know, you need to set boundaries, set down the law, Brooke says set, set down rules. Limits. Yeah. And, you know, and as they grow, like you, you draw a boundary line and then you realize two days later you have to redraw that boundary line because something else happened. You and just have to keep drawing it you deeper do. in the sand because the wind keeps blowing it away. Well, it just it keeps away. moving too, you know. Um, and what I would encourage you with the expensive products because kids don't need – my daughter really wants to try all my face creams, right? My Estee Lauder night cream. I have regiments. Okay. 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 And, okay. Okay. And you say, okay. Okay. Let's say, uh, it's Ventura. <laughs> I know. You have a dorsal fin. Do you talk to him? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Say, okay. And he said, okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> there go so, our viewers. Bye, you guys. I know. <laughs> now, my, if you guys are enjoying this, hit that subscribe button <laughs> and that thumbs up. If not... Do it anyway. Yeah, Julie will Lie. I'm just kidding. Um, So my daughter's very into using my expensive things, and she she doesn't need it, right? She's 10. Um, She does. She's the most beautiful ever. So. (laughs) Put your eyes at me. (laughs) um, So here's the deal. It's okay to have discussions with kids about the value of things and say you're not to use my stuff, but what you need to follow up with is take the kids shopping and let them pick out things that are price range appropriate for their age. Buy them AirPods and a laptop for Christmas. Tell them the story. Okay. So, well, this is cute. I Okay. But this is, let me finish my point and then I'll tell it's the story. It's kind of the same point though, it's but not yes, yes. at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> my point is, if kids really want to use, like they want to use things they will they will use if they get to go to the store and they get to pick out their own things you know they'll want to use it and it'll be more interesting and more exciting for them to use than your stuff because you took them and you involved them in the process and you let them choose you know you here's a wall of kids shampoos whatever you want you know and if it's like no more than $5, so then you teach them to look on the shelf for something that they can afford. These are life lessons that stick with kids forever. You know, make them part of the process too and get them excited about things that are appropriate for their age. You know, um, so the story that Eric's referring to is for Christmas, I got, we got our, we got. She was nine. She was nine. Yeah. So she really wanted a laptop for Christmas and she really, she didn't even want AirPods, but she really wanted a laptop for Christmas. Well, she's nine. That's not happening. Right. But what I did do is I'm like, well, what does she really want to do? She really just wanted to play games and be on YouTube and watch kids YouTube. So I got her a Chrome, we got her a Chromebook for like a hundred bucks or $99 or I don't even know. Thank God we did because she uses it every single day now for For school. school. But But she also has. She she opened it up on Christmas and she was just like, I got a laptop and I didn't, no one had the heart. We're all sitting there like knowing it's not, you know, it's a Chromebook, which is a bitching gift, like, you know. But we, you know, we were just all sitting there, like trying not to smile or say anything and be excited for her. And then in her stocking, I had been at Office Max or Office Depot, one of them, and like on the little end cap, they had like ten dollar stocking stuffers. And so I see these little, like they look like AirPods, but they're (laughs) obviously like not they're gold they're they're rose gold they're rose gold sorry and so i'm like oh she would love this so i um i put i pick them up and then she opens her stocking and she's like i got <sighs> airpods and her head exploded because what airpods are like 300 dollars or something stupid yeah. They're, yeah, they're a little more and so off, she yeah. tells you know to this day she's like i gotta get my airpods i don't know where my air she's 10 now we were literally talking about her airpods and her laptop Two days ago. She is and she's 10 still so and stoked she's on still, them. You know. See, like kids don't. And so. But I that think, was my point to what you were, to yeah. your point. It's like they 
she no longer needs to go borrow your headphones, your expensive headphones, or come down and grab your expensive laptop. She's got her own now, and she takes pride in that, and they're hers. So and she's, she's so not, excited about it So she's it not still. looking for your makeup products or you yeah. know your expensive body washes or anything like that like right. she has her own right but that's the lesson in it you know it's like you didn't you didn't go and spend two thousand dollars on christmas on these two gifts for her right but now she has something that fulfills that need or that want or whatever well, she just be. and she's excited about it because it's hers it's i don't hers. even think kids care if it's expect like how much it costs you know they just no. want they want their stuff they're very into that and that means a lot to them um, we are going to have to figure So the food thing, uh, well, the green machine. <laughs> I, we'll talk about this on air because it's very relatable. So I'm about ready to just buy Eric his own green machine and write Eric on it. And actually, this is a really brilliant idea, I thought. And you can let me know when I haven't talked to you. But here's the deal. I You're going to get me my own mini fridge? No. A full-size fridge. Here's, Thank you. Here's, and actually, my friend Jen was doing rationing during COVID. She will here. So my friend, Jen, it just sounds funny. Like peace for you. Peace. No, what she did because kids were just home all day and eating through food and it's expensive. Uh huh. So what she did is she got a bin and she put all the snacks for the day in the bin with each kid's name on the bin. We just got them all coolers for the lake. Yeah. Maybe we do that. Maybe we bring the coolers home (laughs) or buy, we'll just go buy some new coolers. But here's the deal. So she said, you guys, Decide when you're eating it. This is all you get for the day. Dude, that's what we need to do. So you eat what you want, how you want it, what you, but this is it. Once this is gone, it's gone. Um, and she did that because it was like kids were just plowing through food and it's expensive, uh-huh. you guys. So um, I was thinking about that with the, <laughs> the green machine. I'm like, maybe I buy, maybe well, I buy we the kids. we just went and bought two new things of it. And then we get home the other day and yep. I'm like, I go to get some out of the fridge and there's literally one inch left on the bottom yeah. and I'm like and I know the all heck? the kids pour glasses I've seen them all do it oh I know they do but it's like what you love to drink well it's the only thing besides water that I drink but I pull it out and I'm like I just walk you away with it chocolate milk it, you drink orange juice rarely you drink water water a lot but so I just walk away with it and you're like aren't you gonna get a glass I'm like no I'm gonna finish this but like <laughs> what that might be a good thing to do for kids too like you know, we could put your name on one and nobody touches it. But then maybe like. But, but no. where's the lesson in that? You well, know? here's the lesson. I like the rationing thing. Okay, can I fin? I've been trying to say this for like five I'm listening. minutes. Okay. We're just having a conversation, hun. You keep talking. I'll keep listening. I'll keep talking. And you I'll just never keep talking. say what I. No, what my point was is the same thing like how Jen did with the snack bins. It's an excellent idea. Is like. <laughs> You know, get a bottle, put a kid's name on it, and that's it for the week. For the week? Yes. Like, you get your container of okay. naked green machine, and you drink it when, you know, you want to drink it all of it in a day, but I'm not replacing it for a week. Okay. Or two weeks. Whatever, you know. I don't like know. grocery shopping. But however long. And so that might be an option. You know, there's you have to get creative and think of things because kids have to learn self-regulation. Um. You know, and it's good for them to learn about like, hey, if I use up all this now, then I don't get to just have immediate gratification later. And so that's something that we're going to start trying, I think. uh, That's part of being an adult, you know, like you can't just use everything up in the house all at once. Otherwise, you're going to get hungry later. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's expensive. Brooke's asking what the hell is green machine? Green machine is a drink. It's um, go look in the it's all fruits and vegetables section. It's like and a lot of sugar. It's made by Naked is the brand, and they have all different kinds of like they have blue blue machine. Is it all machines? Mango ones? No, there's different types. But anyways, it's yeah, it's a liquid Jamba Juice. But everyone, I don't like it, so (laughs) I'm not in on it. So I got, I'm good. I don't get in trouble. But, um, I'm like, whoever's drinking this whole bottle, you know, or even even if each of the boys drink half the bottle, I'm like, you guys have to be shitting like Christmas <laughs> geese. Like, this stuff goes through you. All the kids poop so much in our house. Uh-huh. All of them. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty wild. There's, there's going to be a new flavor called Shit Machine. <laughs> it's my turn to cuss so, people. I think... You know, try to, and talk to people, talk to other moms for ideas. You know, I think that kids need to learn the lesson of, you know. Can we start rationing toilet uh, paper? 
<laughs> I feel like we fly through that stuff too. Like yeah. I never understood this whole COVID. You get three squares. Freak out. Show me before you yeah. wipe. Better have some self wipers. Stop drinking um, that green machine. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the last one for the night, you guys. It said, this person says, so maybe I am a justice fighter. Oh, this is about marriage. This isn't even karate. about. This is a good one. Um, then read it. Okay. You want me to read it? I graduated high school. I have the diploma to prove it. <laughs> Just kidding. Would you like you to read it? You don't like to read. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like so someone maybe else I, I know just who a justice fight. Will you let me talk here? I can't get a word in edgewise. But I like things being fair. Last night, my fiancé, son, and my son stayed up super late and ended up walking both of... Waking. This says, oh no, sorry, I'm reading between a mic. Would you here. like me to read yeah, it? Yeah, I barely passed high school, you guys. <laughs> they ended up waking both of us up. We were half asleep. When we got back to the bed, he turned on his TV program. That helps him sleep. Her fiance. Yes. You're the same way. Like, you like to sleep with the TV on. Mm-hmm. Or fall asleep with the TV this on. This isn't sorry. about me. Okay. Usually is. I asked him for the remote to put on my program that helps me sleep after his program was off. He straight up was like, no, ain't happening. Maybe (laughs) I was going to get my finger going with that. Maybe it's petty, but he always picks what we watch at night. And admittedly, (laughs) I pursue Facebook or Pinterest while the TV is on. Why are you shaking your head? I, I always give you the option. I don't even We don't have this up. problem. This we is don't. not about us at all. It's about you. Continue. It's always about you. Um, but I do like having the option to watch my shows too. And I think a lot of the reason I stay on my phone is because his programs are always on. We got into a really big argument about it, and I slept in my son's bed last night. OMG. Even typing this, I realize it sounds so stupid. No, but you get to that point sometimes where you're just like, I can't take this anymore. I need to just remove myself from the situation. I get it. And we haven't really talked much more today from the irritation and then the irritation of me feeling like I'm the only one who ever does schoolwork with his three and one kid. So tonight... He comes in the bedroom, immediately takes over the TV, playing, it says Call It Duty, but it's Call of Duty. Everyone knows that. You I'm said duty. <laughs> oh. Man, you are one pathetic loser. That was a different, oh, did I kill myself? Can you hear me still? I can hear you still. Really? I can hear myself. I'd like to hear you finish this. Oh my gosh. I said duty. <laughs> I mentioned after Call of Duty. Oh, she did have it right. It says of. It was a a typo. I said duty again. Duty. Is we are watching my programs. And again, he was straight up. No, (laughs) that I'm too worried about things being fair. Maybe it's just me, but who isn't worried about things being fair? It legit infuriates me beyond belief. What should I do? Hide the remotes, <laughs> sleep in the guest room, nothing. OMG, the high road sucks. Okay, I will Drop answer this since you read it. Okay, thanks. So Can I, I actually, do a good job? You, did, you said duty well. Thank you. So I actually answer her back on um, our Blended Life support group. And... Petty things become big issues because hide the remotes. So I told her not to hide the remotes because that's childish. But it's funny. It's funny, but it's childish, and that'll just start other shit. Batteries. No, don't take the batteries out of the remote. Okay. Take the batteries and flip them opposite so they look like they're in the right way, but they're the opposite of the right way. Then the remote just doesn't work. You're like ah. So obviously, this is the symptom of a much bigger problem. And I was reading this, and I'm just so like. Marriage is about consideration and compromise. And grace. Right. And so, you know, I mean, and I told her that, and I said, if you don't feel like you're being, it's not that he's watching his show, it's that you're feeling like you're not being considered, 
and he's not willing to compromise, you know? So I did say like, find something you like to watch together. You know, why does it have to be his or yours? You know, I like the Hallmark channel. You like South Park. I don't ever watch South Park. You record it on our DVR. Yeah, but it keeps recording over itself. I'll watch it like once every other month. Can I delete it? Yeah, I don't care. It'll just record it again tomorrow. <laughs> My point is, it's like we, we, as individuals, we all like our own thing that the other person doesn't like. We all have our own tastes, but there's plenty of stuff that Eric and I have found that we both like to watch. So when we're around each well, we other. Put mirrors on the ceiling. Oh, baby. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I feel like I'm considerate when he walks into the room and I'm watching something that I know is he's just hates. You're almost too considerate. Like I walk in the room and it's almost like you're doing something wrong. You're like, turn off the Hallmark channel quickly. And I'm usually <laughs> like, I'm just coming in here to... Well, and if I'm being honest, it's because I'm like, I don't want to get shit for watching the Hallmark (laughs) Channel, so I'm just going to change it. It's usually just a bunch of people talking like this, designing clothes and doing things for Mr. Gunn. (sighs) That's not the Hallmark Channel. That's Project Uh, Runway, which is also amazing. So, you know, I have things that he just doesn't like, and that's fine. It's actually like, a good show. I like it. Um, but, you know, we, so what we do is that we, when we're alone, we watch what we like to watch and don't get hassled about it or eye rolled or size or whatever it might be. And we have plenty of stuff that we love to watch together. But I think that the bigger discussion here, which is why I was like, don't hide the remotes, honestly, is like, Just change the batteries. <clears throat> you need to have compassion or a consideration, you know, and you need to have, compromise and that is like if you don't have either you can't have a one-sided relationship you can't be the only person giving in you know you can't be the only person ruling over it'd be a dictatorship yeah and i just think that is going to bring out all the petty problems you're never going to be happy you're going to live a life of like you're going to find every little thing that you are being passed over or controlled about you know people throw out the world word controlling here it's not even controlling. It is that he just doesn't consider you. You know, he's not compromising with you. And if you guys can't find a show, like absolutely there is nothing that you both like to watch, then maybe take turns alternating, alternating night. I can't say the word. What is it? Alternating? <laughs> what is Don't it? Don't start What's with the word, no. Vietnamese? What okay. is it? Alter- alternating? What's the word? I'm not saying it. Please. No. Just the viewers would really like to hear this. No. Tell us what it is. Vietnamese. (laughs) Is that not it? (laughs) Yes, it's it. You're so rude. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Okay. But really, alternating nights. So maybe, you know. I thought you were alternating your knees. One night he watches it, what he wants. (laughs) The next night you watch what you want. The next night he watches, you know, and you guys go back and forth. You have to find a way to make both people happy and that's like that's it's compromise that's relationship that is relationship that is being in relationship that's what we're trying to teach our children here yeah not the mirrors on the roof thing that's compromise trying to teach the kids compromise yeah are you burping over there i did i just burped sorry okay it's part of life get over it Anywho, so that's it for tonight's show. Is it? Do I get to press the magical button now? I think you do. All right. Thanks, you guys, any, for tuning in. New, do we have any new watchers tonight? If you guys hit the subscribe button, hopefully we'll have a neat surprise for you that pops up on <laughs> You the keep saying that. We've yet to see it. It works, and I know it works because it works on Jared's live stream. Man, that kid is killing it. If you guys have kids that play Fortnite, I'm just going to give him a quick plug. Buddy Boy 805 go check him out. He live streams. He's at like... 3.4k subs right now. The kid's doing pretty good. But yeah, with your lingo subs, we can't say subscribers. Subscribers, say sorry. Sub to us. Subs. Like us. Anyway, thanks you guys. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Um, we are on Twitter too. Join our YouTube channel by subscribing so you never miss anything. Go check out the website, theblendedlife.org. Yeah, and you write an Not awesome .org. Blog. Theblendedlife.net. We have a .org because it was a mis- Don't go there. It's Don't a, go there. Yeah, it's go to .net. Out. And I, I do. I have some writings there. You can meet some other blended families, which <laughs> we'll get back to meeting other blended families later. After this COVID thing. Yeah, so yeah you guys it's really that. just 
been crazy. So, but go check us out. Oh, right and in. happy birthday, Cindy. I'm yep. sorry. I don't have the birthday music. Brooke, when, what day was your birthday? Give us the birthday date. And I don't even know if Brooke listened to us on her birthday. I said happy birthday to Brooke on her birthday. I, I did too. I played her birthday music. Yeah. All right. Okay. But the birthday music's on that episode. So just go watch it <laughs> for a couple of minutes and just pretend like it's for you and just take it all in. And hopefully Brooke can tell us what day her birthday is so we can tell her again next year. Okay, bye, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. <laughs> duty. You said duty twice. <laughs> October 24th. Go watch it. <laughs> You're still playing <laughs> this music. Yeah, I love this song. It's like one of my favorites. Oh, bye, guys. <laughs>